Kyle here at Midday Studios just outside downtown Des Moines. If you didn't know this, Des Moines is the city of monks. And here we are in a little daily podcast reminding ourselves, drawing our attention to the reality of Jesus. I, I don't know if there's a sense of irony in this or just um, God's providence or, or, or however you want to describe it. And yet we are all cloistered in our homes and here through the gift of technology attending to the reality of God. What a gift. What a gift this is. Dietrich Bonhoeffer wants to find a blessing as a visible, perceptible, effective proximity of God. And he is right. <laughs> but what does this man mean? What does this man who stood in opposition to the Third Reich, what, what does this man mean when he says a blessing is a visible, perceptible, effective proximity of God? Perhaps he means that this blessing is an awareness of God that actually wells up in our hearts so that we give of the grace that he's given to us, that we give that over to those who are near and to those who are far, that because we have been blessed completely in Christ, that Paul will say with every, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, we then get to participate in the blessing of God. Now, that could be entirely wrong, and I might have been reading Bonhoeffer. You know, so uh, if that's true, send me an email. And uh, in the meantime, I'm just going to assume that that's what's going on here. But nevertheless, this idea of blessing has come to the fore in my mind and my heart and my imagination. And I don't think that this is just an idea of paying it forward, although that may be part of it. But it's this idea of giving without any intent of receiving. It's because we have been given much that we too can give. Because we have received much grace, we can extend much grace. Because God awaits on us every dawning of a day with mercies anew that we too can greet our friends and our family and our colleagues with fresh mercies, not giving what someone may deserve, but meeting them right where they're at. And I think that this, at least our little community here in Des Moines, and perhaps you, wherever you're listening, this is a place that God is crying out for us to participate with him and to be a people of blessing. I mean, yesterday we, we reflected with, with David that we need to wake our souls up to bless the Lord. And I was thinking about that just now. What, what in the world is that? We're, we're ascribing blessing to God. I thought blessing was supposed to go to others. And, and to be honest, that, that is like the guttural response that I so often have. It, it is is that I would like demonstrate to those around me that God is working through me. And then after that, then I could bless God. But it's as though David, when he's in the pit, he's, 
reminding his soul of the goodness of God and to ascribe to God what God is due, dignity and honor and praise. And, and it's like he's reminding himself of the goodness of God. And, and as he sits with that, then there is this capacity, this overflowing to give. And it's this simple expression that we cannot give what we do not have. How can we make aware this visible, perceptible, effective proximity of God if we ourselves have not drawn near to God? How can we speak blessings to others and actually see the good that is in them if we are unable to see the good that is in God when he is near us even in this very moment? See, there is in us a caution of blessing, a, a caution to give away because of a fear of not receiving. But let me just encourage our hearts today. There is good to be had there. The Apostle Paul will talk about overcoming evil by doing good. And sometimes I'm not quite sure what that that means? How, how does that good manifest itself? Well, I think that in this season, it's not just speaking blessing over people. It's being that blessing to them. And here's, here's how this is going to gain some traction here. Is, is I'm going to just hold some space here for us to reflect on how Jesus has blessed us, how God has met us, how he, how he has been gracious to us, how he has spoken well over us. It, and if your mind is blank, I'm just going to remind us of, of some of our identity in Christ, of what God says of us as we are seated with Jesus. And then from that, I, I want to just guide us in a little prayer to think of someone to whom we need to extend that goodness to. And then my invitation for you is to actually participate with God in that. And so let's go there. God, we, um, we know that our whole life is caught up with you. And yet very seldom do we live as though our whole life is caught up with you. And so we... Um, we get caught in these cycles of guilt and shame. We, we, we're told that we're wrong for what we're doing or what we've done is wrong. And, and yet, Lord, you have met us with such grace in Jesus. You say that we are co-heirs with Christ, that we are sons and daughters, that, that we are adopted into the family of God, that we are loved by God, that we are known by the God of the cosmos and that we are not rejected. And so now from that place, from this place of belovedness, let's, re let's just remember, let's call to mind who this someone may be that the spirit in this next few moments might lead us to remind them of how they're loved how they're known, because we 
love because we've first been loved and we might participate with God in this, like the blessing that love is by extending it as we have received it. And so let me just guide us in this brief moment of prayer. Father, we ask that you who are good, you who are faithful, you who know us fully, who have searched our depths and still draw near, that God, we, we would become aware of your goodness. We would remember your faithfulness. We would remember your nearness. Even if it was a distant memory, would you through your grace bring that memory near as though it was just the moment before we pressed play on this podcast? And now, Spirit, I would ask that you would draw to mind a, a person. And there's those of us who want to overachieve for you. <laughs> but would you help us to just focus our attention on one person to participate, cooperate with you so that we might know who they are? Would you bring them to mind this day, this moment, this evening in a dream? God, that you would bring them before us so that we might extend to them the grace that you've extended to us. And perhaps right now, that person has come to mind for you. And you have no interest in blessing them. They are to you an enemy. This is the gift, Christian, to bless your enemies, to pray for those who persecute you, this is the gift of blessing in this moment that we actually get to speak well over and to someone. So let us be a people whose hearts are reminded of the goodness of God, but whose lips also proclaim his goodness to others. Perhaps in this moment, it, it's like it's actually unsafe for you to enter into that dialogue with the person that comes to mind. My invitation for you is just to simply forgive them. Maybe it's just these words that you pray, Father, forgive me. Father, I forgive them. That simple prayer of relinquishment, giving back over to God. And then from there, as you are able, Father, bless them. Lord, I, I don't want to pray blessing for them, but bless them. God, would you give them your peace. God, would you open up their hearts to know your goodness as I've known your goodness. It's quick in these moments to turn a prayer of blessing into a prayer of cursing. Let me give you a, a practical example. Lord, would you open up their minds so they would know the depth of their depravity, so they would know how they've hurt me and that, um, oh yeah, they would know that you also forgive them, but that they would really feel the guilt and condemnation. That, um, that is what maybe the Psalms call an imprecatory psalm. <laughs> maybe that's where, maybe those are the words that come out. And if that's the case, God has the broad shoulders to cover them, but, but don't let those be the last words on your lips, the, the venom of asps leaving your lips, but let blessing flow from your lips because we have been, we who've been forgiven much, our gratitude is greater and our forgiveness expands all the more. And so may you today go with grace 
knowing that in your weakness, God's strength is building up in you to extend blessing to that person, even if they hurt you or are presently an enemy of yours. May you be the blessing of Jesus this day. Grace and peace to you all.